My career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? My relationship is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. I'll never find love. Why can't I be like other gay guys? Hey guys, it's time to get a grip, stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. Oh my goodness, my junk's not working. Oh my goodness, nobody's going to want me because it's all shriveled up and falling off. Really, guys? Really? Okay, come on. All of us as men, we're going to have those moments, right? We're going to go hop in bed and suddenly it's like, it's not working the way it should. And then you're going to hear your dad say, well, son, you know, some point in time. I don't buy into that. I think, hey, guys, it's all in our heads, a lot of it. Yes, there's going to be some medical conditions from time to time that takes away our sexual mojo. And this is why I'm so excited to have today's guest on the show, we're going to go talk about men's stuff and sex and all that good stuff and how to have a healthier sex life, doing some stuff that you may have never even thought about. His name is Brian, Uncle B, because he's like your best uncle who's going to give you some good advice, heirs, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to talk about his superfly way of like, hey guys, let's keep that mojo going. So um, Brian, thanks for being here, buddy. Can hey, you tell him a, a little excited about this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is an exciting subject, always well, is. Well, it is. It's exciting, but yet this is something guys don't talk about in my mind in the right way. You know, it's like mm-hmm. suddenly, ah, you know you know, dick, dick, pussy, pussy, blah, 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 blah. And then suddenly, as soon as like, mm, something's not working right, it's like, shh, I don't yeah. want to tell anybody this is going <laughs> on. And I'm sure you see this all the time in your work, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's interesting because, you know, uh, that is the perception that guys don't want to talk about it. But as soon as you uh, show an openness to have the conversation and you're real with it, then the, you can't stop them from talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I typically do, you know, coaching sessions and you know, it could be 15 to 30 minutes and end up being an hour. Uh, right. <laughs> just because it's, there's so many things that affect us as men uh, in that area. And we uh, right now we're living in an artificial world and we don't do the things that we're supposed to do to take care of us. What we consider to be normal is actually abnormal. And so, uh, Ooh, that's, that's an opening. Like, let's start right there with like, <laughs> it's not normal, but it's abnormal. I'm, I'm all over that. So, okay. um, but, um, but yeah, let's dive in there, man. I love that concept because I agree. So I, I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that happens, especially in the gay male world, but you know, it's not just gay men, even though us gay men think it's all about us. Um, <laughs> it, there is this interesting stuff that some of those times what we think oh this is what it did is not what it is whatsoever so um, right right let's go there bro one of the most interesting things that uh, my college professor said to me was you have to know your place in time and so once you do that you start to see like okay uh what has changed over our lifetimes and you know right before that so in terms of like how we eat it's completely different than how our uh our grandfathers uh ate and their testosterone levels are higher at our age than ours is currently. Um, and so we're talking about, you know, just simple things like the way we eat. Um, the meat industry uh, was basically uh, started ramping up in the 1960s, processed foods, uh, 1950s, 1960s. And so the things that if your grandfather, great grandfather walked into the grocery store would be like, what is all of this? You know, right. 
everything's in a bag um, made of sugar and uh, sugar and salt and corn um, preservatives. Uh, so food can stay on the shelves for much longer and they get to make a profit and we get to get sicker. Um, and having meat at every meal uh, was impossible. I mean, to have a presidential uh, candidate back in, oh, I forgot it was right after the, the Great Depression talking about a chicken in every pot. Now we have a chicken at every meal. So uh, it's, we've, the way we've, uh, we eat now is completely different from any other time in human history. Uh, the way we sleep, we uh, have lights. Uh, half of the United States did not have electricity by 1950. So actually 1930, but you know, yeah. So, and definitely not a telephone, TV, radio, uh, whatever you want in your pocket at all times. And so, you know, we have, in terms of stress levels, we have arguments with people who aren't in the room. Um, We're talking with people who aren't in the room. Um, And so we're living in a very different time. And for men, the thing I'll always say is, you know, we give life. Uh, women yeah. give birth, we give life, and life requires energy. And so we're doing things that are what we consider to be normal, that are robbing us of our energy and our bodies. And it's infinite wisdom is basically saying, if you don't have the energy, then what is the need for you to reproduce? And what is the need for you to have an erection? Mm-hmm. So if you're not paying attention to your, uh, your daily patterns and your energy, then you can lose your erections. And um, you know, and as the older you get, the more, uh, you have to work to mm-hmm. reverse engineer yep. what, the way that we're living now. Yep. Yep. No, I, yeah, I feel like, okay, he's saying everything I'm feeling right now, you know? And so, Hey guys, as we're recording this, I am literally sitting here with lovely little coronavirus pulsing through my lovely little body and I'm really mm-hmm. tired, you know? Mm-hmm. And as this set in a week ago, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not horny one bit. You know, because the fatigue <laughs> levels have hit, you know, it's like my body's saying you need this. Now, here's where I'm going to like go. And now that I'm starting to get a little bit better, I'm like, oh, the libido is starting to pick back up, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I've noticed that, you know, I'm, I'm 58, going to be 59 in a few couple months. And I've noticed, you know, everything that you've talked about really hits home for me. As soon mm-hmm. as I started changing some of my diet stuff, and I mean, so I'm going to, I just came back from a trip to Costa Rica with a, on an all gay vacation at a resort. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what these bitches are eating. I'm like, are you freaking <laughs> serious? I have, I mean, I, I quit drinking sodas. Like, I mean, every once in like in a great moon, I will actually have a diet Coke. Like it's like so rare. Mm-hmm. I used to drink it all the time. Like that was mm. my, like, my drink of choice. Right. Right. Well, besides wine, but, um, and I just was like, it almost like, I felt like, I like, like a matriarch going girls, what are you doing? <laughs> You've got to drink <laughs> so much freaking diet Coke, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I did have one one day at the resort and I'm like, Oh, you know what? I haven't had like a diet Coke and Jack in ages. I was like, oh my God, jittery. And like, mm. I was like, oh mm-hmm. my goodness, you know? And then to your point, guess what couldn't happen that night? I could not sleep mm-hmm. because suddenly that stuff was pulsing through my body, right? Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, you're on vacation, you know, let's have a little extra fun time in the bedroom, right? I was so tired the next day. And of course, you know, hubby was like, hmm. I'm like, it ain't happening. <laughs> it's not happening, man. But um, but these are things I don't think men think of. 
in oh. general, you know, and especially in my community, you know, I see so much use of um, recreational enhancement drugs to like, oh, let's get on some K or something and let's mm -hmm. have these wild sex parties. And then what I also know, because I get to coach these lovely guys, is suddenly that becomes the only de facto way that they can actually even mm -hmm. have sex. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and you want to be very careful with that. So the coaching that I do, um, it's all about being natural, like I said, reverse engineering mm -hmm. what's here. And even if you're going to take a supplement, uh, because I do sell a supplement, that's how I actually got into this business. Um, you know, it's a supplement. It's supposed to, it is supposed to supplement the other things you do. Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing the other things, then you're uh, yeah, more or less just wasting your time, wasting your money. Um, because at some point it's going to stop working, even if you're using something like a Viagra, uh, which the way it functions is by stopping the blood from leaving your penis. And so you have blood flow going in, none coming out. So it's a, it's a Band-Aid fix. It's not addressing the issue that your testosterone is getting lower and your blood flow, there's, uh, there's a problem with your blood flow. And so, <clears throat> you know, after a while, those issues, they're already there and you're just sort of masking them and they're going to show back up in other ways because um, the veins in your penis are the smallest in your body. So <laughs> I bet most guys don't know that one, do they? Like, what do you mean? That's supposed to be my biggest organ. Like, honey, uh, right. <laughs> it's the whole we're we're talking some technical stuff here, boys. Oh yeah. So, um, oh yeah. I mean, it gets deep. I mean, it's like we're down right. to like one platelet of blood going through at a time. And right. so when we talk about um, you know, the rest of your health, it, they call uh the penis the canary in the coal mine in terms of if if it's not working then we're talking about other issues in some cases we're talking about the possibility of a heart attack within uh three to five years mm -hmm. so it's an indicator that other things you have an indicator stick in the middle right. of your body uh right. and you need to pay pay attention to that indicator stick because it is a signal that uh yeah you know as you get older your testosterone goes down well from the age of roughly 21 to 25, right. your testosterone is going down by 1% per year. And there are several dozens of things you can do to accelerate that process, including drinking copious amounts of soda um, or taking copious amounts of drugs or just eating incorrectly. All right. Um, just the eating alone is a big thing. I, I noticed last when we were in Costa Rica a few weeks ago, um, I was determined, even though I'm on vacation, okay, maybe I'm going to slide off the normal. And I, I usually do intermittent fasting. That's how, I, hmm. that's what really works well for me to keep, keep me going. Of course, now with this COVID thing, I just need to fuel my body. Right. So I'm being very careful about it. Mm -hmm. But even as I started to like move into vacation, I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat. I also was very cognizant of like, I'm not used to like right out the gate eating breakfast in the morning. But since mm -hmm. I know we're going to go on excursions and all these other things and, you know, drink more alcohol than I usually do, um, I was really cognizant. What am I eating in the morning? Like, mm -hmm. what am I putting into my body? Because I knew that I was about to put my body through some shock, right? Because <laughs> it wasn't ready for this. But I also right. knew that by eating fruit, having some good solid protein, you know, right out the gate, which I do that a lot. I Protein's like the first thing I consume, even on intermittent fasting. And really watching like the carbs and stuff. And what was so interesting is as soon as I put some carbs in, like carbs that I normally wouldn't put in, like an avocado toast, it's like, oh, my body's having this interesting, weird reaction, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something but that's, that's really, what we miss sometimes. Yeah, yeah. The thing that we have to really do and pay attention. Well, 
uh, one of the main things I preach is your patterns and paying attention mm-hmm. to your patterns. So um, developed a program called ECS 25. Um, that is E-S-E-I-S 25. Mm-hmm. And that's an acronym for energy, sleep, exercise, intermittent fasting, and soul. Uh, soul meaning your stress levels and things of that nature. And basically what you're doing is paying attention to all five of these areas because it doesn't matter if you were born 2000 years ago or 200 years from now, as a human, you have to pay attention to these, uh, these factors. And, you know, the part of the program is that you're scoring yourself every day uh, from either a zero or five and it's flexible. You can start setting your, how you want to uh, improve yourself. So you're looking to improve yourself every day. And so in terms of what you eat, if you're like, okay, I need to go from um, eating uh, whatever junk food you may have that you want to cut out. It's like, yeah, I go to McDonald's every other day. It's like, I want to stop that. And so, right. you know, I went today, so uh, I get a zero, but I didn't go, uh, you know, I ate what I was supposed to eat. I get a five. Same thing for your sleep. I need to improve sleep. Uh, I get higher quality sleep. I need to, you know, sleep for seven hours instead of four hours. So right. I get a five by sleeping. And so you just, so on and so on. So if you get five, um, you five points for all five areas, that's your 25. And when you start getting your pattern together, you start noticing that your body will get better. Uh, I call it exponential energy, because if you get hitting 25, you will start noticing very quickly. If you get a 20, uh, you're going up the upward spiral. So that's good. If you're getting a 15, you're only doing uh, three out of the five things where you're maintaining. And that's good, except as you get older, maintaining, you know, age is pulling you down. If you're getting a zero to a 10, you're, you're in trouble. You're on the downward spiral. And so at the very least, you understand what is going on from day to day. And you gave a perfect example of what happens. So when you were on vacation and you had your soda and, uh, with the Jack, uh, one, one, one combination I used to like back in the day. Um, and you, it showed up later on that night. Yep. And so for a lot of guys, they wouldn't pay attention to that. And so they were uh, going through, they're having sex. One time it's great. The next time it's not. And one time it's better than the next time it, you just, it's not functioning at all. It's like, what's going on? It's like, oh, okay. Well, you were really stressed out the other day. The day before that, you weren't stressed out and you ate that salad and you had a gr- good night's sleep before that. And so you were fine. The next day, you were really stressed out and you ate, you know, two burgers and some French fries and potatoes. You weren't paying attention to what you were eating. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so n- once you understand what your patterns are, once you're able to score yourself, you're able to see, oh, this is how it affects me. This is right. what's happening. And it's easy not to see that. And the way that I came up with this is because I went through the process. Um, I sell, I've been selling an aphrodisiac called African Fly for the past whew, 23 years, 24 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a product that works. It's an all natural liquid uh, supplement, increases testosterone, increases your blood flow, works very well. And so I got into coaching by recognizing that, you know, some, it worked for the vast majority of men, but it wasn't working for other guys. And I got interested in like, well, why isn't it working for you? And right. so I would talk to them, um, eventually started coaching them and started finding out that they were doing things just randomly. It's like, oh yeah, I'll be healthy one day. And then the next day I won't, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Now, over the years, I'm taking a supplement. It's working for me. It's masking all the crap I was doing to my body. Hit 45. And then it was like, oh no. <laughs> my body was like, ah, we're, we're done playing around with you. 
And so it stopped working for me in that way. And so I got to a point where it's like, hey, you know what? I really need to buckle down and get my life together. And I did. And things started working great all the way up until it didn't. Um, situations changed, had to change my uh, living situation. And my pattern was all off and everything went wrong again. And so it was like, hold on, how can I make sure I don't do this again? And that's how I came up with that, uh, that whole thought process of make sure you're paying attention to your, your pattern. I started with a diary and it just went from there. And I also came up with what I call the uh, men's sexual performance score right. scale. And it's a scale from one to 10. 10 means everything works. One means you need to go to the hospital. A five to a seven is what most of my clients are like. They're just unreliable. You don't know what's going to happen from day to day. And so with understanding your patterns, you can start moving up the scale. So if you're like a five, that means that it takes a lot of foreplay for you to mm-hmm. things to start moving. Uh, you know, you can take a supplement, you can do something, you can move up, you know, one or two points. But if you're still doing the same pattern, it's eventually going to stop working. Right. And so combining the supplement along with understanding your patterns, magic starts happening. Well, and but this is... <laughs> I don't take this wrong. This is almost kind of common sense stuff, guys. It's like, okay, you, you want to get in shape. You got to change the pattern. And you also have to watch like the way I exercise now is completely different than the way I exercised mm. 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, I was a spin instructor 15 years ago, 20 years ago. I was hardcore, taught 20 spin classes, sometimes 25 spin classes a week. Like, whatever man you just do it right Mm -hmm. now i hop on my peloton i'm like bitch i'm lucky (laughs) if i do it three times a week but i can Mm -hmm. go swim every day i can swim every day and i do my mile mile and a half of swimming every day and some people are like really how do you do that i'm like well the same way i don't anymore do the peloton right Mm. it's like you got to pay attention to what works for you and i think this is what most guys miss you know And especially in my lovely little gay community, and I'm going to go there with this one. It's like, y'all say you're a bottom until that doesn't work no more. That isn't what you really want. But, oh, we can't talk about that because this is what I always thought. Then they get up in their heads and then they're like, I have this really big sexual dysfunction. No, you don't. Mm. You suddenly Mm. realize what sexually turns you on now is different than what used to. Don't go like looking at your penis and going, it's mm-hmm. your fault. No, suddenly things have shifted. And again, it comes to the habits and what you know and what you don't know. And I love this, this five step ESEIS system, because as you were talking through it, I'm like, okay, you may wake up with like a five in energy, but if your soul is at a one, I hate to tell it to you, boys, all, you can have all the energy in the world, but if your soul and your heart isn't into getting some booty call, it ain't going <laughs> to happen. Mm-hmm. It is not going to happen. But then you start to try to force it. And here's what I've seen in my community. And I'm not saying just the gay community, because I know what happens in the heterosexual community too. But then suddenly, well, okay, well, let's get some K and get high and that'll make it all work. Well, suddenly now guess what you're creating? You're creating the habit of every time you have to have sex or want mm-hmm. to have sex, you jump into the alphabet or you jump into the Viagra. I mean, there are so many gay men that have Viagra on hand, like it's candy. I'm like, Mm, I yeah, wonder if you actually really need that, man. Yeah. And it's, it's like I said, it's, um, you're masking the actual issues. And so, you know, when we're talking about um, the thing that I realized, and it was funny, um, I have a YouTube channel with 
um, 155,000 subscribers and, you know, millions of views. So guys really like the, the content. Um, and one of the guys in my comment section said, hey, guys, be careful. Uh, he's disguising you being uh, getting you healthy by talking about your dick. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, that is the truth. Um, because but to that point, if we as men learn to talk about our dicks because that's what is going to help us, that's going to help unmask a lot of problems, too. It's mm-hmm. like we don't talk about this stuff enough. Yeah. And I think it's um, I think times have changed. I think yes. it's a lot more open um, podcasts like this, um, you know, other platforms that it's just, you know, as soon as like I said, as soon as guys start opening up about it and realizing that other you're in no way special. <laughs> you're, you're special to yourself. You're, you're everyone that loves you. But um, in terms of your body, you're like the other billions of humans who have existed on this planet. Yeah, you get older or you're not taking care of yourself. There's going to be an issue. And what you said is exactly true. This is just it is common sense, but it's gone uncommon because. Yes, it's you know, it's hard to imagine that, you know, a life without cell phones now. It's, you know, hard to Facebook. When did Facebook start? It was just like 10 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. just different things that, you know, all the way to our cars. And it's like, oh, yeah, a car has this now, a backup right. camera system and things that we didn't grow up with. Mm-hmm. But now it's just here. McDonald's 24 7. When McDonald's was, right. uh, when I was young, it was a treat. It was like once right. a month. Exactly. And then it's like, oh, it's around the corner and it's open 24 mm-hmm. 7. So it is so easy to, uh, once again, not know your place in time. You just fall mm-hmm. into the flow of it. And, you know, of course, we live in an environment now where people, you know, they're here for money. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. well, not- they're here for money and they're here for like, OK, if this doesn't work, I need that instant gratification. Give me something that works now, because mm-hmm. if I don't experience this now, then my life is over, you know, and yeah. it, it, it's it's interesting to talk, hear you talk about this place in time piece, because I I really lean into that a lot. I haven't ever leaned into it in the way you just described it, but it's like, Mm -hmm. here's where I am now. This is where I am now. I didn't used to think that way until I came out of the closet at 36 and finally figured out, okay, you know what? This bullshit of not being present with where I am. Mm -hmm. And it took a while to get there, but even now I'm not in as optimal health COVID aside as mm-hmm. I want to be, but I had some major shit go down in the last year. I mean, I, I fell and broke a wrist and oh, 57 man. years old and the wrist, does, I mean, so I'm trying to work, but you know, when you have a broken bone, it's really hard to go. Well, the thing I love to do is be on a Peloton bike and go swim. So mm. then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can get out and walk and do some. So I did that, but even that was like, oh my gosh. So I had to give myself some grace there. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also realized that's where I was for that moment. Wasn't going to last forever. I wasn't going to, well, I'm going to say I wasn't going to allow it to last forever because I believe in like embracing where you are, but also don't lose sight of where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And even Absolutely. as I'm growing into my essence as an older guy going mm-hmm. through some of the changes with sex and everything that there are, I mean, <laughs> there's times I jokingly, not so jokingly say, I don't really enjoy fucking so much anymore, but I sure love like just being body to body and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. And every once in a while, yeah, you know, just a nice fucking is great, yeah. but I'm embracing that. Other guys are like, 
what do you mean I'm not interested in fucking anymore? I don't know. Who am I? You know, blah, 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 mm, blah. Mm. And I yeah, think I mean, this all ties together with everything you're saying, Brian, because it is recognizing what's happening up in our thoughts, but mm-hmm. also going, what are you putting into your mammal? You know, mm-hmm. how are you being with yourself? How are you exercising? How are you doing all these different things, even down to the supplements? So I'm going to go somewhere because I know there's people that do this and I want, I'm sure you got a really great answer. I don't believe in all these supplements or taking anything. <laughs> yeah. And um, hey, you got a good point. So um, the supplement that I have, African flies, all natural liquid aphrodisiac, it's a tincture. So it is eight herbs strained in alcohol. Uh, the herbs work in conjunction with each other to increase your testosterone and increase your blood flow. And there are tons of supplements out there. Um, and I've been doing this for whew, over two decades. And really, you know, when you go in, when most people are taking tablets um, right. and tablets, when even if they say that they're natural, of course they're not. It's like, there's no blue <laughs> herb that's out there. And if you take an, uh, you know, a herb, you know, a bark of a tree, a root, a leaf and you grind it up and you put it into, you know, the, the different chemicals that it takes to compound something into a pill, it becomes, of course, not natural. Apple is natural. Apple peel is not natural. And so you want to be very careful out, you know, if there's some capsules that contain, you know, different herbs, those I would go with. Um, But once again, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I've taken more African fly than anybody on the planet. And, from 25 to a good 35, not a problem. From 35 to 40, it was like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm still hanging in there. Once I hit 45 in terms of like, I, I was, I was, my body's natural energy, the energy that, that's there when you're, when you're 21, it was going down and my habits accelerated the process. And it wasn't until I turned my habits around that, you know, now the, the product works so much better for for me. And so for guys out there, um, obviously I'll say, you know, go to Africanfly.com. You want to check it out, but, um, you know, you do want to be careful. Don't go with the gas station pills, please stop doing that. <laughs> um, there's a lot of different things that goes on behind, behind the scenes on that in terms of regulations and it's not a good look. Um, but yeah, once again, it's, what I do, which is sort of unusual, my uh, CFO doesn't like that I say this, but uh, I tell people how to stop using African fly. Mm. That's the whole point of anything. Um, I have some clients who have been on, um, it was on high blood pressure medication for 40 mm-hmm. years. I was like, well, that means it doesn't work. Right. The whole idea is to, <laughs> is to take something uh, temporarily to allow your body to adjust and, you know, recover correctly. So you get back off of the drug, whatever it is. And so even with African fly, it's a natural product. I, you know, it's made of barks of trees. It has cinnamon, uh, yahimbe, sarsaparilla, ginger. It has natural things. I don't want us to rob the earth of its, you know, goodness just because we want to get our junk heart. Right. That's just sort of selfish. Well, (laughs) it's, it's actually, you know, it's very similar to, and I'm, I'm not knocking what I'm about to say. So this is where I usually get myself in trouble on my podcast, but I'm going to go there anyway. Oh, It's kind of like diabetes. Mm. Diabetes is reversible. Yes. But only, only if you work to actually make it reversible. Yes. So I'm speaking from my own experience. Mm. I got diagnosed back in November of 2021 and barely 
barely over that marker. Right. Mm -hmm. And of course they're like, we're going to put you on some meds. I'm like, okay, but I know there's more than just taking these meds. Mm -hmm. And I was already swimming and doing what I'm like, I'm going to up the, I'm going to up the, you know, process here. I'm going to, you know, increase that. I'm really going to watch what I eat. Mm -hmm. Check in February, well, March of this year. And a, I've come down two pant sizes. B, mm. the marker came down. I'm almost to the point where they're like, yeah, let's keep you on for the next three months, maybe six months on the meds. And then we're going to take you off and see if the marker stays down, which mm. the estimate is it probably is just because I'm dropping weight. I'm doing all the right stuff, even though I'm predisposed to this through my family genetics. Mm. Now, I could be doing none of that and I probably would be okay the marker mm. probably would have been up a little bit, but because I'm taking the extra steps, kind of like what you're saying, you got to take the other steps to make this not work. The last thing I want to do is take freaking diabetes medication the rest of my damn life. Yeah. And if I can make it not happen, great. You know, the minute I can turn that around, I want off of this same thing. In fact, my doctor said to me while we were kind of going through that, he goes, I'm not sure you need to be on the blood pressure meds anymore. And then mm. a few years ago, when I was like really managing my depression, the same thing, the same conversations happened. I'm like, I don't really feel like I'm in that space any longer. And he asked a lot of good questions like why, why not? And all this. And I said, well, I think I actually figured out it was tied to my business and business was kind of in the shits for a while. And mm -hmm. I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. And suddenly when I figured out what I loved doing and money started flowing and suddenly I get to work with these amazing guys and do some other stuff. I'm like, I don't ever feel that quote unquote depression sinking in every once in a while, the bitch shows up just because it's there. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. But again, I did took the steps and now I don't take the meds. And mm. so I think what this conversation is really key. And I hope my gay guys are really listening to this. If you really fucking think you need Viagra and K and all these other things to have amazing sex, I think we're inviting you to go. What can you do besides those things, even if it mm -hmm. is African fly to begin to increase your sexual prowess, starting with maybe you need to rethink what your sexual prowess looks like at the stage and age you're at. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, that's one of the things I talk about in terms of the sexual performance scale. There's also, mm -hmm. you know, a scale that looks at your age and right. there are things basically your body just naturally. We look at the patterns for humans. Uh, is changing now sort of rapidly. But, you know, in terms of where you're starting off in terms of your testosterone, um, right now, a high for men is roughly 800, um, 800 to 850 nanograms per deciliter. Uh, for just go back three generations, it was like 1200. Hmm. So we're starting off lower. And right. so as you age, there's that, you know, uh, basically going down period you know so it's like between your 20s and 30s you're doing okay 40s you started to lean down um and 50s it starts to accelerate depending on what you're doing and so uh, i call the age between 35 and 45 for men the danger zone mm -hmm. it's that zone that you really have to look at your patterns what are you yes. doing because if you continue to do the same thing the acceleration of the degradation right. of your body is going to, it's just going to come. And the interesting mm -hmm. thing about us as humans is that, you know, our day to day, we're, unless something drastic happens, like COVID, unless you catch something right. that you just shows your body is like, oh yeah, yeah, you're not in the greatest to say, you'll, you'll just coast. It's like, oh right. yeah, 
just two years ago, I was five pounds less. And then the next two years, just two years ago, I was 10, years, 10 pounds. You know, it, it'll start uh, accelerating. Exactly. So, but it's you, also those recognizing things as simple things. So it's seeing something that suddenly you're like, that doesn't really taste as good to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I used to, okay. So, and, and I'm not saying this to piss them off, but like many people, I used to be a Starbucks fanatic. Like, yeah, let's go, you know, let's go grab a Starbucks and go sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't just have Starbucks. I mean, I had to have the, <laughs> the frozen coffee and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly I was like, I don't really enjoy this anymore. And then I actually started seeing it in my alcohol consumption. It mm-hmm. is rare. So vacation exception, that whole story about the vacation. It is rare that I drink anything other than wine. But the mm. moment I put another alcoholic beverage in my system, it tastes good. It tastes good going in. Mm-hmm. But man, my system is completely fucked up for days afterwards. Yeah. Because my yeah. system has gotten used to, and I also know what wines that I really enjoy that actually, not saying they're good for you, but that <laughs> I know my body is good with versus yeah. like, oh my gosh, let's put this in. And even to the kind of meat that I consume, I. Mm. I, I can't even tell you, okay, again, vacation would have been the first time in a long time that I consumed that much beef because it's just mm. not part of our makeup. In our home, we don't keep it there. We mostly are white meat people. And even at that, it's, a, it's probably the smaller side of it. Mm. And so again, here I do, I consume some really tasty steaks while I was on vacation. But I also go, I'm not actually... Okay, I'm not going to tie this together because somebody goes, well, that doesn't cause COVID. I'm actually not surprised that with all this junk I put into my system that suddenly mm-hmm. I come back and yeah. here I am. My system was down, right? Exactly. But if I could have rolled back and said, okay, I'm only going to keep everything similar. I'm going to stick to my intermittent fasting. I'm only going to drink wine. Okay, maybe I'm going to do mm-hmm. you know a little bit of diet. It's these things that I don't think we think about enough that then suddenly we're like, well, why is everything so screwed up? Yeah. So just to go off of that, a uh, couple of things I want to give to your, your listeners, uh, especially when it comes to the alcohol. So in terms of paying attention uh, for myself, you know, younger, drink alcohol, have sex, keep it moving. Um, as I got older, I noticed that if I drank alcohol the day before having sex, the next day, it was problematic. You know, yep. it was like, I could, just couldn't get up. Everything was fine. Then I drank the alcohol. Then it was a yep. problem. And now it's like two days beforehand mm-hmm. so you want to pay attention to your alcohol that is affecting your uh your performance and then when it comes to food i call them food injuries mm-hmm. so it's like you eat something and then you stand up and all of a sudden your knee hurts it's like well i didn't i didn't bump my knee i didn't go run for six miles why is my knee right. hurting pay attention to what you just ate your body's letting you know through inflammation that mm-hmm. this isn't something that you should be able to consume anymore. When you were younger, your body's a lot more forgiving. As you get older, your body's like, hey, you've been eating. You've been doing happy hours for years. You've been doing right. celebrations of meals, Thanksgiving, Christmas. You now have 50, 55 Christmases under your belt. Right. <laughs> so uh, now, you know, you're going for that Thanksgiving ham. Ooh, I can't do that at all. But uh, you're going for certain foods. And for me, salmon was letting me know mm. I used to eat salmon for years. And then one day I ate it. The next day I couldn't stand up. Wow. And it was like, 
okay. Uh, I, I got to wait for it. My knee got better. And it was like, okay, let me test this. And sure enough, right. it, I, I can no longer eat that at all. Um, and the, the one thing about um, that's interesting for us as humans, and it shows once again with your vacation, is that all of this is our mind. Um, mm-hmm. The first three, the first four things, the um, energy, which is basically what you eat, how you breathe, you know, getting energy from yeah. the sun, uh, sleep, exercise, and intermittent fasting, all of that deals with your body. Yep. The soul, that's really dealing with your mind and how you perceive the world. That is the hardest part to change. The thing that I tell guys, if anything that you want to do in terms of improving your health, you deal with those first four things, it's going to happen. The issue is really your mind. So yes. what happens to you, to me, to everyone, it's like, ah, oh, it's vacation time. I'm going to do, your mind is saying, I'm going to do whatever I want to enjoy myself mm-hmm. and everything like that. And so you do things, you skip your intermittent fasting, don't mm-hmm. exercise, you're eating all these other things. Your body is just going to follow along, but it was you really- go you go zip lining at 500 feet across the 800 foot ravine. I mean, yeah, I do that every day, right? Your my body's <laughs> going, bitch. What are you doing to me, man? You know, but people, we don't think. I mean, I'm glad I did. I mean, hey, that oh, the whole thing. I'm really glad I did it. But again, we don't think about these things. And I, you know, I I was having a conversation with one of the guys on the trip when we got in a really deep conversation poolside about what I do and everything. And he goes, Oh, this is really fascinating. And I knew you were coming up. And I said, yeah, I get to interview really cool people about sexual health and all this sort of stuff. And he goes, well, let me know when that airs. And I'm like, okay, we'll do. And I said, why, where's the interest in this? He goes, well, I just feel like there's a correlation to like why I'm not having good sex and how much porn I watch. I'm like, do you think, oh, do yeah. you think man? I mean, come <laughs> on. I mean, I, I, I love porn as much as the next guy, but I also know because that was part of how I hid myself for years is okay. I'm married in a heterosexual relationship, but every moment I could watch some gay porn because that was my outlet. I was all mm. over it. And then suddenly wifey comes home like, let's do this. Yeah. 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 You know, what? And I think this is another piece that men, well, first of all, we get labeled as like these big old horn dogs if that's all we want to do. Right. But then mm-hmm. we do kind of follow through with that. And then we wonder why the junk don't work. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I always say the biggest entertainment set is between our legs. I mean, we are literally here for procreation, for having sex. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to um, just, you know, when it, especially when it comes to porn, the issue with porn, I mean, people have been masturbating all throughout history. I think the survey said like 90% of men and like 89% of women masturbate and the, the rest of the people just lying. Um, but when it comes down to it, you're, when you masturbate, when you're looking at porn, it's you're using your own, well, typically you're using your own uh, hand, you're getting used to your own feel, one. And two, your mind is seeing the screen. So the dopamine is the release of that, you know, the attraction to want to go get something um, as far as the chemical reaction in your brain is attached to the screen. And especially the amount of porn and the type of porn and the variations of porn that you're seeing is today is off the chain. When I was coming yep. up, it was like uh, you had to go to the, the video store and you had to sneak into the back room and it smelled <laughs> funny for some reason. Uh-huh. And <laughs> all of that stuff. Then we got the CDs and DVDs and now it's in your pocket and you can see it 24-7. The issue with seeing it 24-7 is what you're seeing. Um, I can just tell you, point of fact, as 
a person you could easily see more people having sex than you've seen alive. Yep. It's just that easy. It and is. so what ends up happening is when you're having sex, it's the most intimate. It's literally in two mates. So you're supposed to be together with this person, almost mind melding to a point. And you have all these things in the back of your mind, a, a movie picture going on in terms of like, oh, well, this should be happening. This should be happening. You know, there should be other people in the room and this, this, this happening and all these mm-hmm. weird, so many, the porn industry has to keep overdoing it because yes. people are just used to seeing the normal stuff. No one's right. just watching, you know, one position. It's like mm-hmm. 24 and all, you know, all this extra stuff. And so, just like watching too much violence, you're watching too much porn, you get desensitized to it. And when you're dealing with another human being, you're desensitized to that human being. It becomes a problem. I remember the first time I had that conversation with somebody in the porn industry and it wasn't on mm. a podcast. I was at a, uh, I was at a gay men's retreat and he was one of the producers for one of the largest porn companies in the world. And had a really great conversation about stuff. And then we happened to be not sharing a room, but we were sharing the same bathroom. And I walked in the bathroom and his, all his stuff was out. And I said, Oh, sorry. I said, I'll come back. Like, oh, no, go ahead. Jump in the shower if you want, man. And when I came out of the shower, he had left some of his stuff there. And I'm like, okay, so he's like early, late thirties, early forties, beautiful man, absolute beautiful man, gay guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, what's that little really you and so i finally like i can't help but ask the question i'm like man are you taking viagra he goes oh yeah i'm like really i said i'm just curious you know he knew i did the. i said i'm always curious like what's the challenges you know gay men have at the time i wasn't doing this podcast but i was doing my other one mm-hmm. and he said well you know what i do right i'm like well i know you're in the porn industry but you're not you're not a porn star he goes no but he goes i watch it all day long I'm mm-hmm. on set. I'm seeing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I can't have sex without this now. Cause this is all I've seen. And I was just like, mm. really? Mm. Yeah. It was a That's big, like. it was a big mind opening for me. Like, wow. So even as producer director, it's like, and then I started thinking about it going, I get it. Like if this is what you do all day long, day in and day out, there's no thrill to this. You walk into a room and guy or gal legs up or what bottom, I don't care. It mm. probably doesn't do much for you. Yeah. It's you know? like, oh, it's, it's four o'clock on Tuesday. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and it is interesting because I know in my world, and again, in the straight world, in the gay world, you know, we have, we have every app in the palm of our hands. Like we can, if we want to get laid, we can get laid like boom, that quick. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's part of the challenge for gay men and then men in general and even women, but gay men for sure, where we no longer have to go to the bars. We don't have to go to the bathhouses. We don't have to go find Mm -hmm. these places we can congregate to meet, to have sex. We just can have it in the palm of our hands. And Mm -hmm. it's such an interesting phenomena to now observe like this has become a sta- standard operating procedure. Yeah. And then it's, they wonder why they can't find what they want. Yeah. Because I mean, they become so used to getting it on the on the fly, so to speak. It, it's an interesting time that we live in because we have the technology to um, 
within the communication systems to have everything possible to become as healthy as possible. Uh-huh. And at the same time, we have the technology and the information to just <laughs> ruin our own lives. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, just from the standpoint of being able to do the wrong things uh-huh. easily, too yep. easily. Um, and just having access to it. I mean, if you want to eat junk food, um, I'm in a, a city center. And so mm-hmm. I can go, I can eat whatever type of meat that I want to, right. whatever type of junk that I want to. And at the same time, um, that analogy I made before of, you know, your grandfather, great grandfather walking into a store and not recognizing anything. There's one aisle that he would recognize. Oh, it's fruits and vegetables. Probably wouldn't recognize some of the fruits because right. it's like a, a, a star fruit, a, a right, kiwi, right. things that right. just just too far uh mm-hmm. The transportation system wasn't there to get the, the fruit to the uh, to the store. But, you know, that's the only thing that he would recognize in the store. So, you know, it's it's like take advantage. Um, that's one of the things that I love about about what I do. Um, I do a video every week uh, up on YouTube. And, you know, in order for me to do the video, do it well, give uh, give my guys the information that they need. I have to do the research and do it well. And right. so. I have a ton of information and the interesting thing that that soul part, that mind part is that it takes a lot of time for me to, <laughs> to remember, to do what I just said that you need yep. to do. Um, I actually was talking to my, um, my assistant about a topic that I wanted to cover. And she was like, yeah, you did that. Uh, you did that last year. I was like, Oh, I did. <laughs> Okay, thank God I'm not the only one. Sometimes I'm like, have I talked about? I mean, I because I run a men's group. Like, well, it was twice a month. Now I do it once a month, and you know, it'll roll along until about this time of the month where I'm like, okay, well, I need to think about, you know, what's the next one look like, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll write something down like, oh, we'll cover this. I'm like, well, wait, I need to go look back. Yep. <laughs> Did we already mm-hmm. talk about this? You know, but yeah. uh, it is part of that interesting thing as as we age and move forward and all that sort of stuff. Um, being aware. And I think that's what this whole conversation about is like, be aware where your deficits are. Don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up because it's a quote deficit, be acknowledging of it mm-hmm. and then find a solution that works, but also realize it's not just one thing that works. There's a holistic approach to making Absolutely. all of this work together. So, yeah. um, and I think that's the most important thing is that you realize that it's a holistic approach and that you're, uh, like you said, you give yourself grace because one of the things, uh, even for my parents, I want them to uh, get healthier. But uh-huh. at the same time, I don't want to stress them. I mean, right. because that's not helpful either. Uh, when people are doing a, a fast or something like that, if they think that the fast is stressful, it's like, well, okay, their body is getting better because they're not, <clears throat> they're allowing their body to digest the food and to heal itself. But at the same time, if they're stressing, they're raising their cortisol and their body's like sort of breaking down. Right. Um, it's not in the, the, the mode to actually digest the food. So, you know, be holistic, have the grace to say, okay, I made a mistake, but also recognize the older you get, the less mistake room you have. Your body is giving you all the signals to let you yep. know, like, hey, you know what? You just reached for a bowl of cereal and your knee popped out of place. <laughs> That means, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That means you need to make some changes. Awesome. Well, I've 
totally enjoyed this conversation, Brian. This I great. so appreciate everything you've said. And I know there'll be some bitches who'll go like, ah, no, these guys don't know what they're talking about. Well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Call us when you figure that one out because yeah. it's happening. It happens to every one of us. And I, I love that I'm at a space in my world, not that I do it 100%, where I'm, I'm starting to embrace the differences. You know, I'm embracing like, here's where I am. And as you say, you know, it's in embracing that space of here's where I stand. You know, you know, your limitations, you know, where you stand in your world and then adjusting appropriately. So, um, yeah, absolutely. anything coming up, anything new coming up that you want to share with the guys? I mean, I want to shout out, you know, how they can, you know, reach out to you too. So, you know, here's your shameless plug time on <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> so, um, guys, if you would like to check out African Fly, please go to AfricanFly.com. Uh, there you will find a wonderful product and a ton of information, testimonials. You don't sell something for over 20 years. It doesn't work. Uh, also, we do have um, uh, uh, Erections on Demand Challenge. Um, and that's basically a three-day live where I will be for three days guiding guys to create their own personalized plan for getting erections on demand. So if you're mm -hmm. a one through five on the sexual performance scale and you want to get to an eight, which is erections on demand, um, uh, join us there. You can go to ECS25.com for more information. That's E-S-E-I-S-25.com. And there you will, uh, you'll find out about the programs, the training, the coaching, the things that I have, uh, so I do do coaching, one-on-one -on -one, uh, group coaching, and also have a program. Um, and you can find all of that at ECS25.com. Now, I'm just going to say to my listeners, he is not going to be grabbing your junk and helping you get that erection up. So <laughs> I don't, they're going to see you. They're going to see you and go, oh, he's a handsome black man. I, oh, I won't work with him, right? <laughs> Girls, get your minds out of the gutter, okay? Uh, but, we don't lay hands we don't lay hands. no we don't we do, lay hands we do, we do resurrect but we don't lay yes, hands <laughs> i like that we don't lay hands but we do i'm gonna have to write that one down that's a good, that's a good line right there so but um but thank you again for being thank open you, and sharing and being part of this and sharing with my community sometimes you go i don't know if somebody is going to fit with this and and you you slayed it i'm just going to say you, you hey, literally hey. brought it in a great way and i love sharing this kind of space with people um, who are open to the conversations so, i'm here for the people here for the people yes yeah okay very good and you all heard how to get a hold of him and if you need anything else all the information is going to be on the website with the podcast and guys you know what just keep going out there being that amazing 40 plus gay guy that you are doing it with no fears no excuses and no apologies and we will catch you in just another week on the podcast so take care and have a great week that's a wrap for 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where the conversations continue.